0: The Money Show. Personal Finance.
1: Personal Finance brought to you by Shift. That's S-H-Y-F-T, the global money app. Download Shift to get the cheapest Forex rates around, no matter where you bank. Gugu uh, Gugu Sidaki is a a certified financial planner and is at Wealth Creed with us tonight. And there was a time, Gugu, there was a time, and I'm sure lots of people still do this. People have tons of kids. Child mortality rates were high, and if you wanted a family you needed to ensure that you had your heir and a few spares and you had uh, you had several kids who would make it to adulthood. There's still some societies, though, where having children is seen as a bit of an insurance policy where you create the people who will be obliged to look after you in your old age. But more and more, we're seeing people choose to not have children. That use, removes huge expenses from their lives, but it also means they need to think very differently about long-term financial planning rather than those who plan to use their kids as plan B. It's a, it's a different sort of dynamic, I suppose, Google, It's a very interesting landscape that we find ourselves in. How are you, Bruce? Uh, you know, I have children and they are expensive and I'm delighted <laughs> that they are in our lives. Um, but my goodness me, my goodness yeah. gracious me, there are times where one looks yeah. at the family balance sheet and you say, outgoings, yeah. outstrip <laughs> income. And it's um, because, you know, unfortunately, the cost of living has gone up through the roof and cost of school fees and uniforms and blah, blah, blah. And then they demand Mm. to be fed. I mean, it's outrageous. Mm. Uh, But there are people, (laughs) and uh, I know several of them, who made a conscious choice to say, you know what, actually, and they're mostly accountants um, because Mm. they they think about the stuff before the rest of us. um, And they (laughs) go, actually, no. We're not going to do this. We, you know, mm. they, they meet somebody, they have a discussion, they decide, snip, snip, whatever it takes. Um, there will mm. be no children. And again, on you know, good on them for for making that particular choice. But mm. uh, uh, life is expensive, you know. Mm. Relationships don't last the way they used to. There are, lot, there are lots mm. of factors that you must come across in your practice every day mm. um, that point to the choices that people are either being forced to make or choosing to make.
0: Mm. You know, it's such a fascinating thing. Um, I I was having this conversation with, with my business partner and I actually couldn't believe how many women I'm meeting today who are choosing not to have children. And you know, for a lot of them, it's not a terribly big reason why they're not having them. It's just I just don't want them, you know. And 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 I think that's also perfectly fine. But I think I think the the the, the way in which society has evolved, um, and the way we have evolved as people, um, is actually quite fascinating. In that we no longer have to have children in order to to define our place in humanity or to solidify our, our place in humanity to define ourselves as people. And 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 we have so many choices now, you know, and, and one of those choices, one of those big choices that people are making is is the choice to be child free, you know, and, and I think that's that's the major difference that we're discussing today, the difference between what child what being being without children out of choice, which is referred to as mm. being child free, and being without children, you know, not necessarily out of your own doing. And those those that's usually or typically referred to as being childless. But today we're talking about people who are child free. So those who are choosing, exactly. consciously but- choosing
1: not to have children. You say that society's moved on and stuff, and I don't know that it has. The number of stories people mm. tell me, uh, where mm. they go, "Oh, so you got kids?" No, really. Mm. When you're having children, I don't plan to have children. What? what's mm. wrong with you? Mm. Um, it's, and it's mm. like, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with me. It's yeah. just a choice. you're yeah. um, off, yeah. it's got nothing to do with you. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and and the, the, But for many people, they used to have children as an insurance policy. It's an old-fashioned way of mm. doing things. And, um, mm. you know, nowadays people feel, I think, more financially independent. They've got income mm. streams. Pe- b- b- both people in a couple are working. They've got careers, perhaps. We talk about privileged mm. families here, of course. Um, and they're going, mm. you know what, I you're gonna sacrifice your career? No, I'm not gonna sacrifice well, I'm not gonna sacrifice my career. Are we mm. making a choice to not have children? Yes, we're making that choice to not have children. That has consequences mm. and um and should be very favorable financial consequences. Mm. Is, is is that where we're going? Well,
0: it depends. I mean, it depends how your finances are set up. It depends what your aspirations are. It depends how your planning has gone. But yeah, generally speaking, I mean, if we look at in, in our country specifically, um, in a country like ours where we have to pay for everything, we have to pay for private schooling, we have to pay for, you know, if you want to live in a, in a safe neighborhood, it usually costs a lot more than than the alternative. You know, it, it, it all of these things add up. And, and if there's an individual out there who's chosen not to have children, that That wipes off all of those expenses from and food. I mean, let's not forget food, right? The cost of of I don't know the cost of food is ridiculous. and and, you know, feeding little people. it It sounds like you know, they eat scraps here and there, but at the end of the month, it all adds up. and all of these things. you put them in, you know, in, in one basket, and you add it all up to it, it 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 ends up being so much money. So people who choose not to have children honestly don't have these kind of expenses. Um, that the typical, well, in inverted is the average family or the typical family would have, you know, where it's a, it's a three-bedroom house in a nice suburb, um, two and a half children, and, you know, the white picket fence, all of those things cost a lot of money. When well, you don't have to do those things, all of a sudden your options are, are, are quite open and, and you can sort of do things in a way that, you know, don't cost money in, in a way that, that people with children or, have to pay up for.
1: Although I find that people who have chosen to not have children simply choose to spend their money in different Ways on fun and indulgences, and this they is tend true. to this is they true. tend to go on more international holidays. They tend to go to nicer yeah. places. They tend to go to yeah. places where children aren't allowed because mm. they've chosen <laughs> peace and quiet. <laughs> but they Look, end up. They end up and I wonder if where we need to go with this is a case of, yes, by all means, enjoy your freedom and enjoy the choice that you've made and treat yourself to those things that people in family scenarios are less likely to be able to afford or have the time to do. But at the same time, understand that you do, you know, even without the obligation and long term obligation of family, you do need to be putting money away um, for that rainy day one day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and so the financial planning discussion for for child-free people becomes very interesting. So, yes, you, you are quite right in that you do need to invest for the future. But I think that discussion changes slightly in that all of a sudden you don't have to work yourself to the bone, you know, towards, you know, age 65, which is a typical retirement age for a lot of people. You know, you you have more flexibility and more freedom because your expenses aren't aren't that much, so you can afford to put more money away. And um, depending on 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 your friend, you know, a lot of people. Okay, we meet them all the time. There are certain individuals who want to leave funds behind for charities, for extended family members, and then there are those people who just want to, you know, quote unquote, want to die with zero. You know, and and planning for those people is very different because you don't have to put thirty percent of your of your salary away. You know, you don't have to, as I said, buy expensive assets that are going to take you quite some time to pay off. Um, and and it, it becomes a very very different discussion for for an individual who does not have these massive expenses to 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 to,
1: to cover. There, there are people tonight who are nudging each other, and they're saying, "You see, I've told you we shouldn't. No, but but I won't. <laughs> and no." You see, listen, (laughs) listen, we can have freedom. We can have financial freedom. We can get freedom. Um, And and it's a a very attractive prospect, of course, Um, outside, of course, out of some people's biological desire to have the kids. So when people come to you and say, look, we're not going to have children. We have made this decision. Mm -hmm. We've even taken surgical remedies to Mm -hmm. ensure that it's not possible. Um, Mm -hmm. Immediately, the planning changes quite fundamentally. You start thinking, well, Do you plan to work? I mean, how are you going to keep yourself occupied if you're not looking after children Mm -hmm. or grandchildren? You you may do charity work, you may do whatever. You may want to work until you're 65 or 70, and that's fine. But suddenly there's no need for the four-bedroom house or the Mm three-bedroom house. There isn't the need for the garden. There isn't the need for uh, all of the suburban uh, stuff that comes with wanting to have a nice family life. Um, You're not worrying that much about life cover if both of you are working and you've got independent means. There's no need to be spending money on life cover and all sorts of other things that ordinarily the rest of us have to worry about.
0: Yeah. Again, it, it depends how how your finances are set up. I mean, if we look at the, the typical financial plan, it, it, it usually has about three aspects to it. It's the, the estate planning aspect, it's got the risk management aspect, and it's got the investments or wealth creation aspect. Um, when we do an estate plan for a client, um, oftentimes we find that there is a bit of a shortfall because there is a cost to dying that a lot of people are not aware of. Um, and when you do the calculations, we find that there's, there's usually a shortfall in winding in, in, in the theoretical calculation of winding up an estate. And a lot of the time we make up for that shortfall um, through, by way of, if if there aren't enough assets to be sold within the estate, we then cover that shortfall by by suggesting that an individual have life cover for that. But for, and and and, and that that's that serves that purpose. Um, and then over and above that, you then have to account for, you know, things like beneficiaries, for example, if you've got young children, if you happen to pass away and you've still got young children, those children need to be looked after in a certain way. And then again, life cover would serve that purpose if you don't have sufficient assets
1: it's built up and then but, you look at the we're, risk management we're, we're talking here about having no children i mean you talk about yes, planning yes. for no beneficiaries can be tricky and i've suddenly got how can that be tricky it's like the easiest thing in the world the no beneficiaries there's nothing to worry about where's the problem it, it can be it can mm. be and i'll tell you i mean when i used to be employed at a, at a
0: particular bank <laughs> um i was tossed one of my clients was a trust right and and that trust actually looked after a dog um the, the the major beneficiary i mean this particular gentleman um was a very wealthy didn't have children he had a niece which he looked after financially left some money for her but then the balance of his of his estate was left to a trust and the main beneficiary was a dog Right, and and we spent our days discussing how Pickles, the dog, was was going Pickles. to be maintained. So the funds funds had to be sufficient. And I mean, Pickles continued to live in this. And I, I don't know if Pickles is still alive, but um, lived in a beautiful house that his owner lived in, had a helper and a gardener and the works. No and ways. I think it, at, at Pickles' demise, then I think the funds would then go to to animal charities. But, I mean, those are the kind of things you have to think about. When you're no longer here, what's going to happen with that money? Because all of a sudden it's not an automatic, oh, it'll go to my children. You know, are you going to leave it to the dog? Are, are you going to leave it I'm, to charities? I'm and that also all, requires some
1: careful planning. I mean, I'm all for thinking about the family pet. But the poor thing, <laughs> rattling about <laughs> this <laughs> flippant property, wondering where everybody is. Uh, I keep barking. I, don't know if Pickles, I keep wagging my tail, but if, they're gone. <laughs>
0: I don't know if Pickles had friends or people who used to visit him. All I knew is that there was friends that we were looking
1: Amazing. after on his behalf. Amazing. <laughs> but Amazing. yeah, it does
0: become tricky. And I'll tell you this, Bruce. I've got it. I mean, I mentioned I've got a couple of clients who, who have chosen, as I said, have meant, have have decided to, to go this route, not to have or to be child free. And when we when it gets to and this is where I was going with that discussion about estate planning when we when it gets to drafting a will when it comes to drafting a will there's always a bit of a hang-up because all of a sudden we we don't know what to do with the, with this money when we're no longer here and and I've got a particular client who has not gone the entire process of drafting a will because she just doesn't know who to leave this money to she's an only child um, she you know her mom is also mom also comes from a, a very small family so there aren't that many people to leave her funds to so she's stuck. You know, it's something that she needs to give a little bit more thought to. And and you you may
1: think it's not a... (laughs) I'm going to send you you my bank account details and (laughs) my my ID. (laughs) And you can tell her that you found a beneficial (laughs) cause. You found a worthy cause, <laughs> and, um, and and he 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 has obligations that he needs to meet. Uh, there are lots he's of gonna, free. <laughs> he's, he's going to he's going to join the queue. We're talking this evening to Gugu Sidaki. She is a certified financial planner. As you can hear, she's one of the co-founders of Wealth Creed. We're going to talk about that. Will the stuff that you've got to think about? I mean, you may think that you're living the high life as somebody who doesn't have kids. You you're unencumbered by responsibility um you may not even have the family pet because you don't want any responsibility at all and you're and you have a great time and um you travel the world and you go to all the best places and you you just you do have a wonderful time but are you thinking about the stuff that you are going you may need um uh, long term care? you may need things like frail care all of the nasty stuff that at some point you have to face the possibility of requiring um uh, if, you, if you live long enough to need it or if you get ill as you get a little bit older. That stuff is critically important in this planning process. So more Google in a moment. The Money Show. Personal Finance. There are all kinds of acronyms for people who choose not to have kids. Dinks, I think, was one. Double income, no kids. Um, All of these uh, things that people with children often dream about because they look at the family budget and wonder how on earth they're ever going to have any money to look after themselves when they retire. But people without kids also need advice. They also need guidance. And what typically, when you sit down with somebody who thinks, look, we've got these two incomes, um, we are spending quite a lot of money, but we're having a great time. What do we need to be thinking about um, when it comes to sort of getting older and and, and the, the the dreadful notion of having to create a financial plan when we've got all of this glorious freedom that we have?
0: Mm. Yeah, it, it is a complex one. And I think it's particularly complex for women in that we, we tend to outlive men. Um, I don't know what the stats are in this country, but I'd say an average of about 10 years or so. Um, and so um, you are faced with the possibility of not only not having children but also you know of not having a partner in your old age so the, the reality of being alone alone in in your old age and those are very important considerations to have and also when once you are retired I mean the, we, we we are life expectancy is getting longer and longer um we, we expect I mean we're planning for clients who are going to live to to age 100. And if you're going to be around for that long all by yourself, um, the, the planning needs to be meticulous. Um, and so you you know, before before you actually speak to a financial planner, I think it's important for you to to decide on on the kind of retirement that you envisage for yourself alone. You know, how how do you how do you want to spend your final days? And that will sort of determine the direction that your plan your planning is going to take. And, and I mentioned earlier that you've got the option to either Die with, with nothing. So die with zero. Which is quite a high risk
1: strategy. Unless very, and, you know, very, unless you know unless you're planning to drive without a seatbelt into a concrete pillar <laughs> near the airport um, and you can plan it down to a T and you've got the guts to do it, it's a very hard thing to predict exactly. <laughs> no, no. But I mean it's it's it, you, yeah. uh, it. it's a very high risk strategy. And I think I mean the, the idea to to have very little left at the end must be a huge amount of fun because you're gonna have a jaw spending it. Um yeah. You know, should you outlive your money, that becomes a problem as well. But let's assume you want to leave a bit behind and you've got a cat's home that you mm-hmm. care about or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. You need to start yeah. thinking about any beneficiaries that you might have, whether it be a hundred rand or a hundred thousand or a million rand yeah. or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and somebody in your life needs to know where that document is so that they can do what's necessary with that document. Um, it's It's, you know, this is when... Friends extended family members become um, crucial in your life um, and and Bruce it's also I mean I think we also need to be realistic realistic here. Having children doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to look after you in your old age. Absolutely not. Need to dispel that notion completely. And in fact, we know many elderly people who are not looked after by their children today. So this is not a guarantee that that you know people are going to look after you in your old age. But yeah, having a plan that makes sense. So the cash flows, for example, need to really, really make sense, so that the funds actually look after you when you are by yourself and you don't have any other option. There is no backup plan for you um, at that time. Drafting a will is crucial. I mean, I think whether you have children or not, or whether you have a spouse or not, everybody. Um, above the age of 16 who has something to their name does need to have a will drafted. I think it's just neat and tidy. It, it just leaves, you know, less of a mess for the people left behind um, who care about you. Um, so that's, that's. I don't think we even need to discuss, you know, no. the, the the requirements or the necessities of having a will. You must have a will. Regardless of your situation, I think the contents of that will differs from person to person based on your circumstances. But that's that's
1: that's 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 real. I, um, I've bullied. I think I have bullied a colleague who is single and uh, got a mum, but she, you know, again, yeah, not doesn't know what the future holds. But she's not got nothing. Yeah. I don't need to leave a will. Yeah. It's like, do it. Uh, I think she yeah. has I must check it's um because it it yeah. becomes sort of become that person in the office which has become is become the the nightmare that you need well um, done. Because, no, <laughs> well but it's critical. Done. it is absolutely yeah, and agree. it doesn't I have agree. to be complicated. No, so not it's, at all. It's, it's, and it's not no, expensive it says, to draft. It really give yeah. it to Fido or whatever the case is. Just make it simple. It's important. Yeah, it's important.
0: Um, Bruce, I think I think if you don't have children and if there's a likelihood that you're going to spend your final days alone, it's important to ensure that you've got adequate health care or health insurance. Yeah. Uh, because again, you you don't have family members that you could crash with. You know, in the event that you're sick or somebody to to take up the tab or pick up the tab of your. Of, of your of your hospital bill it's it, it's really really important to make sure that you've got the right kind of medical insurance and that it does and it pays what it needs to pay for but i think more than anything frail care becomes a real option especially again for women who are likely to live well into their 90s and possibly beyond if you're going to spend your final days alone um it's important to to now start to consider you know the kind of 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 support that you're going to need and the kind of life that you'd like to live um, during that time and, and start working towards that. And the options are there. It just depends what you're comfortable with. Do you want to live in nurse in your home so that you're comfortable? That comes at a, at a, at a cost or do you want to be moved to a frail care facility? Also, that has specific implications and, and how are you going to make that transition at which point? You know, all all of those things need to be thought through carefully and then planned for financially because as I said, they they are not cheap. And and one thing that I'd like to to discuss when final it comes thing, to this. The final thing. Yes, the final thing, the final thing. Um is that I, I meet clients quite a lot who complain about extended family members who are unreasonable you know, make unreasonable demands of, of people who are child free, you know, because the the assumption is that you don't have, you know, private care, I mean, private um, education to to pay for. You don't have that that three bedroom house we spoke about with the picket fence. Therefore, you know, they make them feel obligated to to then support them and their children or whatever their financial needs are. And it's such a horrible thing to watch an individual go through because there's that guilt. You know, you want to help family members. You want to support where you can, but also you don't want to be guilt-tripped into doing it. You know, and and that's what I find a lot of our our child-free clients are struggling with is is, is balancing their child-free lives and and looking after extended family members.
1: Google and must I think I
0: think
1: <laughs> we must leave it there. We have to leave it there. But Google, um, and and it's a good point to leave us on a, a really thoughtful point. Gugu Sidaki at uh, Wealth Creed. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Fabulous contribution from Google.